0: Hi, I'm David and I'm Molly and this is the Perspective View podcast.
1: So today is going to be our first episode of our four-part series on sustainability and we're going to talk about sustainable design and sustainable engineering.
0: Yeah, so moving on from technology to sustainability. So hopefully it'll be like a nice transition.
1: Nice shift. Yeah. Like. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so we're going to be comparing that like, what does sustainability mean to a designer. Me what does sustainability mean to an engineer? And see if there's any differences in uh, the approach.
1: Comparisons and whatnot.
0: Yeah. So what is sustainability to you?
1: As a designer? Um, I think it's kind of hard for me in general, like whenever sustainability gets brought up, say like if we have a lecture and someone brings up sustainability, it's kind of a gray area in graphic design because graphic design, is like a million things. Like when people don't know what graphic design is, the best way I can describe it is visual communication. And that can be anything. So we have a lot of people on my degree who who are basically product designers. Mm. So they build things. Then we have some people that are UX designers who just work with websites and apps. And then there are other people who make books. So it's very different. So when you say sustainability and graphic design, you're Talking about a lot of things,
0: but as in, so for me, it's like, um, so I'll just say, like, uh, for me, sustainability is like this finite resources on the earth. So, how can you use as little of them as possible or none of them? Like, a net you're not, you know, reducing the amount of um, like wood on the planet or mm. whatever. Um, when I'm designing like a building or when whatever i'm doing mm-hmm. how can you use as little of that as possible
1: yeah that is like so what like that that can be applied but like i said there's no point applying finite resources to somebody who's doing ux design yeah that's true for example because unless they're looking into the nitty gritty of like how their computers were mined which they probably don't have much choice with anyway but say someone who's specializing in product design they they can obviously look into that and know where their metals are coming from, know where their wood's coming from making sure that anything that they don't use is being recycled, making sure that they're using as little material as required, that they're not making really massive models when they could make small ones, anyone's making a book, they're not making, I don't know, like something with a thousand pages instead of twenty. So there's ways of doing it with resources, but I'd say graphic design at the moment is going really, really fast fast towards technology like I think tutors can't even like keep up with how fast we're heading towards technology Hmm. so there's very print-based design which was just a waste of ink which was just a waste of paper and now there's computer-based design which is I don't know not sustainable because of the amount of energy it uses so there's two different ways of doing it with graphics where you have to be wary of the material side and then you have to be wary of The electronical
0: side of it but like um okay so i thought maybe it'd be more in like communicating like that i think communicating i don't know so like so when when i'm as in i was thinking like the designer's role say if you're designing packaging Mm. it's to communicate what is inside the packaging and to be like something that the consumer would pick up off the shelves that kind of thing so if if you're, you know, designing something like some packaging, for example, like I said, for something sustainable, are you trying to communicate the sustainability of it? or?
1: That's kind of, yeah, you definitely, like, something being sustainable will definitely sell now. Say, say if you did that 20 years ago, nobody would care, nobody would look at that packet and be like, oh, it's sustainable, it's recyclable, nobody would care. So it's a big selling mm-hmm. point now, but also packaging in itself is becoming something that's becoming less and less required. It's, it's kind of like, you can't advertise this, like this is sustainable, well actually you didn't need it in the first place. Why well, have a recyclable piece of packaging when you could have no packaging, no packaging at all? It's like the supermarkets getting rid of fruit and veg packaging now. Because it's just yeah. not necessary. Little's still got it. Terrible. It. Um, de- sustainability with a designer is more about them being consciously aware of what is needed so if a client goes up to them and says you know we sell tomatoes for example could you make us packaging that is sustainable that reaches out to our customers that shows our brand identity our values etc etc it's then more up to the designer to say well actually we don't think you need packaging if this is what you're trying to do we think You should do this instead and maybe have I don't know stickers or something just so it says an expiry date it has the branding on it you've got that across rather than packaging so it's more that the designer still gets the job he's still communicating that side of it Mm. but they're still going along with the morality of that thing becoming sustainable so it's more the sustainability is about the designers being aware of it within their practice but I don't know if it's the same with engineering to me. engineering seems like a big corporate to become sustainable. You have to go all the way up the chain just to get a recycling bin Like, that's my idea. Oh, I
0: don't know in the industry obviously cause I don't no but um i think I think a lot of sustainability in engineering comes from um like uh what, how'd you say that like legislation or mm. like um government policy kind of thing yeah um so. Where there's like incentives to, for a building to be, sustainable, or like the company who, say say for example Apple, yeah, When they, you know say they're building a building. I think that you get like tax breaks and things if it's sustainable or doesn't use carbon or mm-hmm. like if the con if the company itself is carbon neutral. So there's like incentives to be. Sustainable, I don't think they would do it.
1: So if there were no incentives, the company not.
0: Probably not, because it just costs more money, doesn't it, to be sustainable. Mm. But I th- I think, like, as a whole, like, engineers would, because I think it's, like, a challenge.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Which is kind of what engineering is about. It's kind of, like, solving problems.
1: Yeah.
0: So I think they would, but I think in, like, a context of, like, a a company, like, an engineering company, I don't think is a... Unless there was, like, incentives that I don't think they would be... But then again, maybe because their customers might want it. For example, so if um yeah, someone comes along and says we want to build this building, and you're bidding for it to build it, it'd be like I want to build that building for you. Mm. Like, I want to design it, and build it. Um, then, but that's like a selling point, saying oh, we've got this sustainable, uh, you know, material choice yeah. outside, and like we're going to use this, you know, fancy like rain collecting thing. Um, to save the water or whatever, then the client might be more like, oh, that's really cool, you know, it gives us a good brand image Yeah. that we're using this sustainable building. But, yeah, that's kind of my angle on it, I think.
1: Your angle is kind of like learning how to get a tax break.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would say it's mostly, I would say it probably is incentive It there's a lot to do with it.
1: <laughs> okay. I suppose, like, it's kind of like you can't really get that with a design company. There's no design company or agency or studio big enough to warrant a tax break. So it, I can understand why a big company that's worth loads of money, whose main purpose is to get as much money as possible, wouldn't want to spend money in order to be sustainable.
0: It's more that like, um, I suppose it just depends who your customer is. Yeah. So like if your customers, like, like, a supermarket, Their customer's like a normal person, like normal person. So if, if every person cares about sustainability, then they're going to care about it. Yeah. But if the average person, like, I, I assume the average person going to Lidl cares less than the average person going to maybe Waitrose. Like, and it's just an assumption, like it's different demographic, dem, different demographic.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, like, you, you go to Lidl because you want the cheapest product and you might happily compromise on, like having loads yeah, of Yeah, you packaging.
1: wouldn't pay more, for something more sustainable if you were going to middle purely to save money. Yeah, exactly. Like, it wouldn't make sense.
0: So, but that's because of their demographic, whereas I think a lot of engineering companies' demographic is other companies. So it just depends on if that other company cares about (laughs) sustainability or not.
1: It's just a circle of companies that aren't sustainable.
0: Well, no, it just depends if the other company is or not.
1: Mm.
0: So I'm not saying they are and they're not, like, it just depends, I think, on which case. Because if you want a building built and you don't care about sustainability, you're not going to pay more for it, are you? No. So if I come along and say, yeah, I'm going to charge you, you know, 20 million more for a building because it's going to be really sustainable.
1: Mm. You know, that's why I think when you... Because I didn't know that companies got tax breaks for being more sustainable. Well, I don't know
0: if they do in this country or not. Oh, Uh, well, that... I know they do for being, um... Like, carbon... What's it? Carbon neutral or carbon... Not emitting, like... Negative. Yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, so that's good that there's incentives for bigger companies to do that. And that's just one difference that I was pointing out was there can't be that incentive for a designer. Because so half the, half the designers are freelance and half the designers are in a studio. And if that studio is really small, mm. there's not going to be a government incentive. But it's more like, in a studio, it's more of a culture where you can decide what you want to do. So even if there's no like rules on reduce reuse recycle like they don't say you're limited to this amount of materials or they don't say you have to recycle but if somebody wanted to nobody in that studio is going to stop them Hmm. and there's no issues with it nobody's going to stop you from producing work that is designed to be sustainable within a studio so i think it's very more free reign with that but then in a company it might be that they do stop you from designing a building that's more sustainable because of the costs
0: yeah like it's all Like a trade-off, right? Yeah. Like in engineering, it's always like a trade-off between cost, quality, um, sustainability. Like, sustainability is just one of, like, many factors. Yeah. And then, like, how biased it is towards sustainability. It just depends on company. Like you're saying, like, the company, um, like, uh, ethos. Yeah, ethos is a good word. And then... Um, who's your client? Like, do they want sustainability mm. or not?
1: Sometimes, though, um, what I quite like is I hear things where a designer's made something that's, like, sneaky sustainable. So you don't notice it's sustainable. Like when there's broccoli in soup and you can't taste it and you give it to a kid. Like, it's, no, it's in there. They don't they're eating broccoli. Yeah, so they don't think they're investing in something sustainable, but it is. Um... So, there was one example where um i can't remember which city it was in. It could have been New York, I think no, it wasn't New York. It was a city in America, but they changed the road layout like really drastically. I think half the city got changed, so like loads of cars were going in completely different directions so for the for the first week, it just caused like loads of chaos, but ultimately, it made it so that you could drive across the city in like a two thirds of the time or it reduced it by 30% yeah, like could, whatever, yeah, fraction could, yeah. that is. Um, and that's just redesigning a system. So it meant that cars were on the road for a lot less time, there's you no know, like idle cars just emitting, and it just made the city a lot more sustainable. Mm. So people definitely noticed it obviously in the first week because suddenly all that roads are different, but a week later they noticed that their drive from one side to the other has been cut from like an hour to 40 minutes. So things like that like these subtle differences or a typeface got made where it's specifically for computers and the point of it is that when you use the typeface it's full of really tiny dots that you can't really see but then when you print it out the printer uses like 50 percent less ink Mm. so the type is still legible you can you can see that it's got holes it just looks a little bit faded
0: that's really good actually yeah yeah, because even if it's pure black, because like when you print stuff, it'll quite often like printers are yeah. print just black. They were not even if it's a shade of grey. Sometimes they'll just print it as black. Yeah. Um, so, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool, actually.
1: Yeah. So I just think things like that, like I think there's an issue at the moment with the image of sustainability, where people think it's brown, beige, coffee cups, and it's you know. Everything's they think they have green. to give something up yeah. to have something sustainable. But I think we've passed that point now so like a building doesn't have to be a load of crap it can be a really beautiful building and still be sustainable it can be a really cool and a coffee cup and still be completely recyclable but it does still have that I don't know that reputation that I think yeah. things like this like the typeface like relaying our roads like having no packaging on fruits and veg instead of sustainable packaging these subtle differences are what will kind of help mm-hmm.
0: it and like i was saying the other day like um so as an example of like subtle like, sustainability in a building is stuff like instead of having um like in a big building like instead of having like air con in every room mm. um you can have like um curtains that like or blinds that automatically come down when the sun mm. is shining on the window so it doesn't heat up inside yeah uh, and you can have, like, um, windows that automatically open and close as it gets cooler outside. So, like, if it's quite hot in the building and it's cool outside, the windows will just automatically open, like, all of them. Yeah. Like, gradually, over, like, ten minutes, they all just, like, shoot open. A sudden gust of yeah. wind. Yeah, <laughs> and that uses less energy just to open the windows mm. than to have air conditioning. We're
1: living in, in an age of smart buildings now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but that's a way better way of doing it than having...
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously, there's going to be just some point on, like, so in the middle of summer like there's only so much you can do with a blind
1: yeah
0: so you might want some At air conditioning home. on but for the rest of the year it works pretty mm. well and um, it's so like in the winter just having the like, big windows and the sun shining on those windows with the blind up yeah Is sometimes enough to keep it warm enough inside a building mm. without having a heater because usually like if there's windows people it's a hot day then you're not going to go up and open every single window while you no people just open the one next to them which doesn't do much to cool it down so stuff like that like that subtle it doesn't it doesn't make the building less comfortable to be in yeah but it makes it way more sustainable without you but like even like, really realizing it but there's other types of like sustainability so i was thinking about it like there's um so we're talking about like um kind of like material and energy like sustainability yeah But there's also, I was thinking, there's, like, financial sustainability a bit as well. And there's no point in something not being, like... Viable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's no point in something being so sustainable that nobody can afford it. Yeah. Like, you know, you need some sort of function.
0: Yeah. And I think, as, like, an engineer, you're always thinking about, like, the product, like, the life cycle Mm. of a product. So it's not always just about... um, when you get it in your hand, is it made out of, like, like can it be recycled? Like, it's all, all you also have to consider. Like, all going back, all through like the chain of all the different processes mm. that went into building it. So, like, um, like a phone, like where did the? So, if you take an iPhone, like it's made out of um, aluminium.
1: Yeah.
0: And you go back, like where was the aluminium made? How much energy was that factory using whereas the aluminium like mined from how far has it been transported between those places the place it was mined from as well like how much are those people being paid and like how are they living are they living sustainably as well because mm. maybe you're supporting them and maybe because in a third world country they're using like petrol to power yeah their houses and then that's not sustainable so like you could if you take things like really far back, you probably find that almost like nothing is sustainable. Because there's like always one part in the chain where
1: yeah. there's something
0: going on that isn't that sustainable and it's like harming the environment or whatever, or using those materials.
1: Mm. And... I mean it's kinda of funny that you're talking about life cycles and you talk about Apple and Apple have an initiative where they can recycle phones I think it's just phones, but it could be that it's Macs and MacBooks and iPads and all all of their products, but I'm not 100% sure. I know it's definitely phones where they recycle it and sort of, like, check it make sure that it's, like, spick and span, and then they can resell it somewhere else. Yeah. Or if they can't make sure that it's good enough to be resold, they'll use all the parts again. But apparently, um, even then, they don't do that.
0: Well, it's quite a bold claim, isn't it? To...
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, every, imagine if every single iPhone. I've seen people that have iPhones that are seven years old, and I don't know how they've done it. Because mine's two years old. And...
0: Well, they just released new AirPods, and I know with that, that you can take your. So, when you, if you buy them new AirPods, mm. you can give them your old AirPods. Like, they won't give you any money, but they'll then recycle them. So, they obviously are thinking about because they're even like tiny little things. Yeah. Like, you'd think you just chuck them in a the bin and not even care. But (laughs)
1: someone goes to the tip sometime, and it's just AirPods. Yeah, but like
0: you, you took like plastic stuff outside in a bin all the time. Yeah. So, as a designer, you would say that. um, So your role that you're saying your role. As a designer in sustainability.
1: The role is to like keep it in mind, because the issue is is a lot like. um, Like a building company, you. If a client doesn't really care about sustainability, it's a hard sell. Yeah. If the client does, it's an easy sell. So it's about knowing what boundaries you can kind of push a bit. That's kind of the issue. Is sustainability at the moment is a problem.
0: Yeah. I think we should give it there. Okay. Okay. I think it's been. Don't worry.
1: We both have sore throats as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's been. A very been a monotonous. Long
1: week. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm also very tired, to be honest.
1: <laughs> okay, so our next podcast will also be up within the theme of sustainability in two weeks' time, and we're going to focus on mobile phones.
0: Yeah, so it should be quite interesting. Maybe more it. mentioning of. Maybe
1: there's a, there's a few brands of phones we could it's mention. Just a there's a few. There's a few. I believe Apple's only one. Of them. Is it? I thought Apple was the only phone manufacturer these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Bye Bye